things are gonna turn out fine if we only will. What I mean to say tonight is to shower the people you love with love. Show them the way you feel. Things are gonna be much better if we only Good evening, folks. This is Pastor Michelle from Shades of Grace. It's actually uh, Thursday afternoon this week when I'm videoing, and then you're seeing this on the following Monday. Again, for anyone that's new, uh, this is the um, recap of what happens during our Zoom group and our Zoom discussion. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so I'm, um, I'm actually reviewing an article that was in the Times News, our local newspaper last year around Thanksgiving, and it was entitled An Attitude of Gratitude. So I'm doing a two-week section on gratitude. And this one is kind of on the practical side a little bit, and the, uh, the one that'll follow, well, they're both on the practical side, but the other one is more, um, has to do with, well, we'll just wait. And it'll be a surprise for you, okay? And we'll talk about gratitude journals and things like that. So um, in this article, the emphasis starts out where gratitude impacts your mental health and your physical health. So I'm not going to read the article. I'm, I've summarized it. And some of, the, um, some of the things that improve your mental health when you have an attitude of gratitude are improving your mood, you're generally more optimistic, more positive about your uh, statements and comments and conversation with folks. It helps connect you socially when you're really thankful. And your overall, according to this article, that your overall demeanor is much happier when you exhibit an attitude of gratitude. And then uh, gratitude also impacts our physical health as well. And next week's article is more scientific on the physical aspects of it. And it'll discuss some of these uh, that are just mentioned in this article. But generally, it, when you have a, a, a grateful, thankful attitude, you generally eat healthier, you generally engage in exercise, you have a higher energy level, you sleep better, and your immune system is strengthened. So right there, there's like 10 different things that benefit you mentally and physically just by having a grateful out attitude and a grateful outlook on things. And for tracking your gratitude or keeping track of it maybe, if you will, um, it's important to not just look for big things. Sometimes we fool ourselves and we say, oh, you know, life is going so bad and this and that and there, because maybe there's bigger things in our life that are out of balance or maybe have gone, you know, in a direction we didn't expect them to or something like that, especially in grief, that um, maybe your grief is as a result of a, of a surprise or, you know, an unexpected event or, um, you know, any number of things. but. 
it's important to look for the little things in life, the little things that you can be thankful for, the little grateful things. It's kind of like all the little things and then they build up to a more positive attitude or a more optimistic attitude. Um, so really key into, especially at this holiday time and, and during, you know, during your season of grief during the holiday time, look for those little, little things. Maybe somebody sent you a text message. Don't overlook that. Maybe somebody called you on the phone. Um, maybe you got some sort of a discount on something that you didn't expect to when you went to the store. Um, I don't know, just the little, little thing. Don't be looking for the big, big event. Look for the little things. Um, in our grief group, we keep a journal, a gratitude journal. And I have some of those available here at the church. If someone wanted one, you could call in and we could make arrangements to get that to you. There's also a video, um, a January 24th from 2022 video that specifically addresses the significance of keeping a gratitude journal. So I don't want to relive that um, on today's message, but definitely uh, feel free to go to our Facebook page where you can look at any of our videos, any of the Words of Inspiration videos. And if you're looking for a specific topic, it may be listed on there. The dates are on, and not all of them have the topics. So if you need a topic, there's something you're really struggling with or whatever, you can go, uh, you can call the church and Jimmy has a list, um, we can get you a list of the, the, um, the title and the date when those were aired. So go to our Facebook page, it's Shades of Grace United Methodist Congregation, and you go to the home page and then you click videos and then you'll have to scan down. We, we have lots and lots of videos of all of our services. We live stream things all the time. So you'll have to scan through and look for the dates. But this date on uh, Gratitude Journal is January 24th, 2022. Uh, other things that you can practice, help you to practice gratitude. Spend time with family, loved ones, friends people that matter to you. Spend time with them. Uh, let them know that you care about them. Let them know that you're um, involved in their lives. You can always write a note, a text, call somebody. Let them know that you're grateful for them. This is a wonderful time of year to do that, but it's also something we should be thinking about doing all year long. This morning I called a dear friend. Um, we both lived in New York a number of years ago. She now lives in Florida right at the point of impact of the hurricane that just touched again Florida, into Florida. She lived in Vero Beach and I sent her a text last night and I said I'd you know, call her in the morning and um, she's fine. She's not right on the ocean. Um, it's not as bad as it was predicted at, at landfall but she really thanked me for being concerned about her and, and checking up on her. <coughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. So uh, reach out to people. Reach out to not just the people that you're in communication with all the time, but maybe somebody at a distance like that when you know something might be impacting their life and let them know that you're thinking about them and, and just um, express your gratitude for the friendship that you've had over the years. Another interesting piece in this article, and I would not have necessarily 
addressed it with this, but it talked about the impact of volunteering. Now, I often tell folks when they're on a grief journey that it's important to reach out to others, to help others, to um, look outward and see if there's something that you can do to bless somebody else. Because when God comforts us, then he expects us to comfort others. So we're here in Tennessee. We are known as the volunteer state. And I think this is very significant with today's message. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, let me just get a sip here. The article points out, oh, thanks. The article points out that being a giver improves your mental and physical health. Well, one way to be a giver, and we're going to go through a number of things, is, is volunteering. So when you're a giver or a volunteer, it gives you focus and purpose. And sometimes for grieving, that's really, um, it's really hard for us to get our focus off of ourselves and onto other things, and we feel like we've actually lost our purpose. We feel like... Um, some folks even say, you know, I don't have any reason to live. Uh, uh, life isn't the same. There's a lot of things to, to verbalize in that regard, and, and we address those at different times as well. But when you're giving out to others, you're actually getting a focus and a purpose, and um, you're also giving hope to others. You're showing others that you care, <clears throat> that you're thinking about them um, and it's a it's a two-way thing so it gives hope to others it also can increase a sense of satisfaction and accomplishment that you may have been feeling like you lost as well when you're on a grief journey and it can definitely definitely lower any depressive feelings or symptoms it can lower your stress level it can lower your anxi anxiety level generally volunteering will connect you socially somewhere, somehow, and we'll address some of those things um, also. What I'd like to do before I um, actually give you some ideas about volunteering in, in Tennessee and in, in this local area in Kingsport, I'd like to give you some Bible verses that are supportive of being a giver. And maybe some come to mind when uh, when I've been talking about this. But in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, it's about as plain as day. God loves a cheerful giver. And so if God loves us when we're a cheerful giver, then there's got to be some benefits to it. And so um, in 2 Corinthians in, in chapter 9, it goes on to say, whoever sows sparingly will reap sparingly and whoever sows generously will reap generously. And so these are biblical principles that the Lord wants us to live by, and the benefit is, um, is mentally and physically what we just talked about earlier, improve, can improve your moods, can connect you socially, can um, help your eating habits, sleeping habits, give you more energy. All of these things are all tied into being a cheerful giver. In Galatians 6.2, we're commanded to bear one another's burdens. 
So it's important for us to look around and see people that maybe have needs or there's a need in the community or there's, some, there's always something that you can, you can do. In Acts 20, verse 35, it says it's more blessed to give than to receive. And in Hebrews 13, 16, I like this one. This is one that's not often referred to, but it says, do not neglect to do good. Share what you have, for such actions please God. So sharing of yourself, sharing of your talents, your abilities, your, your um, skills, whatever, in a volunteer sense is very pleasing to the Lord. In Proverbs 104 verse 28, it says, when you open your hand, others are filled with good things. And in Matthew, <clears throat> Matthew 10, 8, this was something that Jesus was talking to the disciples about healing, but I'm not sure it just addresses healing because it says freely you've received freely give. And I believe that this has to do with the whole attitude of being a giver. And in this case, it was it was in terms of healing, but there's so many benefits to being a giver. And uh, if you'd like a list of those verses, we can either put them on the screen, scroll them afterwards, or you can call the church office for the list. And I'll leave that with Jimmy also. So <clears throat> there have been a lot of volunteer experiences here that we partner with particularly at Shades of Grace and they've been limited during the um, COVID period of time. They've been changed. We've changed our delivery model here at the church. Um, a lot of things are limited now post-COVID and we're still having outbreaks of COVID. We're still having um, surges of respiratory illnesses and lots of illnesses. So a lot of places that used to have large groups of volunteers. We had over 50 volunteers here at Shades of Grace at one point. Um, <clears throat> but there are still ways that I'm gonna make some recommendations about things that you can do to still stay connected on a volunteer basis if you can't physically be there. So of course, Shades of Grace here, um, there are many, many things that people do uh, with donations and uh, they bring bagged lunches here. Um, so things that are done off-site, things that are done and no one has to even be here, they just have to deliver them and drop them off. People have sock drives, they have coat drives now for the winter. And so think of the number of people, if you had a sock drive in your business, in your place of business or in your neighborhood even, um, that would give people an opportunity to give and to donate and that's that's a way of volunteering. That's, that's a, a, a very nice way of volunteering. Um, there's some other ministries that we partner with. I'm, I'm certainly not going to be able to mention all of them, but they're major ministries here that reach out and meet the needs of people. So uh, obviously here at Shades of Grace, Oasis is the women's ministry. Oh, that reminds me, uh, we have just started opening up for women's showers on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We have a facility for men's showers and we've always had that open, but next door to us, we've a, um, we have a building that has shower facilities and we've set that up for women to be able to shower now so we have volunteers there that's one of the newest things that you know that we are doing um, oasis is a wonderful women's ministry and a lot of folks volunteer there um, if you're interested you can you know contact them and find out what their needs may be 
Uh, they're very different because they're like a day center. People go in and they do activities every day. They have teachings, model studies, they have classes. They have a lot of things uh, right there on site that they do. So um, the volunteer list there is, is quite ex extensive. Um, Kitchen of Hope is another wonderful place that um, feeds folks um, that are in need of meals. They operate at 3.30 and they go till about, I think, 5.00 and they work with teams of people. Sometimes they cook in other locations. Sometimes the team comes down and cooks right there at Kitchen of Hope, but they welcome volunteers and put teams together. So that might be something you could think of. Hunger First right now is setting up in, um, in Lynn Garden and um, they deliver food to shut-ins. They, they do wonderful, wonderful, um, ministries to people in need it's not just food but primarily food so that's a, a partner that we've partnered with since we've been open hope haven uh, has a shelter for men salvation army has shelters for both men and women and family apartments um, those shelters uh, you would have to call them and see what their needs are for volunteering there's uh, salvation army does the angel tree they do the kettles at you know the holiday time but there are also other ways to do what I call at-home volunteering. One of our ladies in our Zoom group is crocheting some wonderful items. She's crocheting these little prayer cloths with a heart in the center and donating them here to shades that we can then donate to other people and she's giving them out to others. Um, I know that um, some organizations need people to do phone calls, some need mailings, uh, like I had suggested before that you could easily uh, do a, a collection kind of thing. You could collect food for people's food pantries. We give out food boxes on an emergency basis. I'm sure there are other um, locations here that give out food um, and you could you could do a food drive. You could have people drop off food at your on your doorstep and you could collect it and then deliver it to someplace. So you don't have to physically be at a location to be a viable volunteer. As creative as you can possibly be, I'm sure they would appreciate your, um, you, your services. Um, one thing that our local United Way has, which is phenomenal, they have a site, and I'm going to ask Jimmy to put this on scroll after we're finished also, for volunteering. If you're an agency, you can register on there, on their website, and you can put your needs on there, what you need for volunteer base. And if you are looking to volunteer, you can log on to there and you can scan through all the agencies and all their requests for volunteers. And I think there were uh, the last time I looked at that site, I'm, I'm wondering if there were 38 or more agencies already listed on there in the immediate Kingsport area. Now, they don't all necessarily need volunteers right now, but there's other information about programs they're running, about events that they're having, and things like that. But specifically, www.volunteer-united.org is where you can really focus in on the volunteer opportunities here 
right in our own city in Kingsport. And I'm sure anyone else that's listening to this, you Canadian folks, I'm not sure where that would be listed for you. Um, we have people viewing us from all over. Um, but I would say you could start with United Way. You could start with some of the larger, um, larger national types of um, services like maybe Salvation Army or Goodwill or some of those agencies that look for volunteers, especially uh, Second Harvest for food boxes. Um, different churches are doing things for the holiday. We have one area church that will be bringing boxed meals, Thanksgiving dinners here. They used to set up and uh, actually set place settings and we had a sit down dinner every Thanksgiving and they've modified that and now they're bringing them in takeout containers and we'll be giving those out um, at some point before Thanksgiving. So there are many, many, many places. There are women's shelters, the library, the local jail, the senior center, local churches, there are walkathons, schools need nursing homes, hospitals, they may be limited right now with the COVID and, and health restrictions, but um, animal shelters, these are all places that could use any aspect of volunteering. I mean, I think of animal shelters, if you have if you have old towels, sheets, blankets, things like that, that you might want to donate to them, you could collect in your neighborhood. You could tell your neighbors, you could collect anywhere and, and drop those off at the shelter for this time of year as well. So um, I hope this is helpful. I hope the, the Bible verses that I shared will give you uh, a, a real solid foundation as you're walking on your grief journey that God has a purpose in giving and he, um, he looks favorably on us being givers and there's the health benefits and the, just the uh, relief of stress and anxiety and connecting you with a cause and a focus, giving you purpose. Um, and this is a good time of year to engage with others to actually get started volunteering. So I believe God's given us all abilities and talents and skills and things that we can use to bless others. So take time, take time to pray, ask the Lord for direction, ask him to give you a focus, ask him to show you where you can put some energy during the holiday time right now. Take the initiative, reach out, explore, maybe try something you've never tried before. But whatever he's given you, use it for others, to bless others, um, as as wide a range of listeners that I have tonight, that's I mean this it's unlimited the amount of resources and the amount of um, talent and abilities and skills that are out there. Life experiences even we all have different life experiences. There is definitely a place for you, and and it'll just set your whole reality on a different course. It'll set it on such a gratitude course and such a giving course that um, I really believe that that will help you heal on your on your journey through grief right now. So as we're entering Thanksgiving season, please keep all of these things in mind. And um, I really pray that you will ask the Lord earnestly, sincerely, where can you reach out? Where can you be a giver this time? And share with your friends also if you want to share this video with your friends um, maybe get a couple of people involved and do something as a group if you can but um, please just just take you know take some time and reach out so thank you very much and God bless everyone
Things are gonna be much better if you only will. Things are going to be much better if you only will. 